Hello, and welcome to another episode of the KPMG podcast series for tax, legal, and mobility leaders. In light of the ongoing global impacts of the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, we'll be focusing our podcast series on the tax, legal, and mobility considerations, and top of mind business issues that have resulted from the disruption caused by this global pandemic. Our goal is to help make sense of this complex and ever-changing situation by discussing the business issues tax, legal and mobility leaders are facing and sharing insights on how businesses can effectively manage their tax, legal or mobility function to navigate through these challenging times. In today's episode, we've brought together Jay McCormick, Global Head of Tax and Legal Services, KPMG International, and Louis Liu, Head of Tax, KPMG in China, to share their perspectives on the current situation through both a global and local lens, as businesses react and manage through the current environment and move beyond crisis response to recovery and post-recovery planning. Jane and Lewis, thanks for joining me on the phone today. Jane, can I start with you? What are you hearing from clients around the world? Well, from a business perspective, I guess we're hearing three things. The, the first thing is around workforce, uh, looking after the, the health and welfare of the workforce, making sure that they get paid. The second thing is liquidity. And the third thing is managing the supply chain. Um, as we talk to tax leaders in particular, they're dealing with the tax aspects of all of those three things. And, of course, they're managing their ongoing compliance obligations too. Thanks, Jane. And Lewis, how is the business environment in China? And in China, uh, being the first country exposed to the virus outbreak, um, had the fortunate or unfortunate experience of going through this first. So we're probably two to three months ahead of uh, most of the countries. Um, I guess one of the lessons we learned, uh, first and foremost, this is um, uh, very serious. It can bring a business down very quickly. So we do have to make sure that we look after our people uh, for the purpose of also looking after the well-being of our business. Um, I'm confident this is something that's going to be um, uh, dealt with, and we do get out of this crisis. I keep saying, you know, the analogy is right now we're not allowed to drive, but it's not because the car is broken down. It's because something else is happening outside. So we just have to make sure that nothing is wrong with the car. And whenever the road is clear, we'll go out again. Jane, can you outline how KPMG is working with clients across the globe? So uh, globally, we're doing a, a lot with our clients. I'm, I'm really pleased to say that despite the fact that the vast majority of our people are working from home, we're actually able to do pretty much well, what we do normally. Um, and we're still working with clients on a whole range of issues. Um, obviously, front of mind over the past few weeks is how people react to the immediate changes that are happening, keeping track of the relief and incentives that are being provided, the deferrals of deadlines, um, and on the actions being taken to make sure that compliance um, is, is met. Um, but already people are starting to think about the broader issues so, uh, as I said, things, things like changes that are happening in the supply chain, restructuring of financing, managing liquidity, and asking for advice on all of those sorts of issues too. Thank you, Jane. Lewis, are these same issues being dealt with by the China firm? So, uh, what I would say is, you know, the, the, the problem we have to overcome is really the, the inability to communicate effectively. Uh, that is 
uh, both with our clients, but also, you know, even for the clients themselves, ourselves. Um, that is the, by far the most difficult uh, issue we have to deal with, but at the same time also recognize need uh, of the clients will change uh, in light of the crisis, and we have to also adapt quickly to meet those demands. And Jane, is this communication issue the same across the global network? Well, as, as a global network um, and a network of people who are actually quite used to working remotely, um, we've been keeping in touch. Um, and as the crisis has travelled from one part of the world to another, it's been incredibly important that people later in the curve have been able to learn from the people who were first affected by it. And in particular, our China firm has been extremely helpful in helping the rest of us to anticipate what might happen. Um, but through the use of technology and, and the fact that um, we all know one another from years of relationships built face-to-face -face and virtually, we have been able to execute on sizable projects and transactions in a virtual way. Lewis, Jane just mentioned the importance of learning from the China firm. Can you outline some of the things the China firm has put in place to help clients through this crisis? So what we have done is uh, to help them navigate uh, this process by dealing with, you know, the most urgent compliance needs through the use of our own delivery centers, use of uh, remote communication technologies, helping our clients going through uh, and complete uh, what's required, the compliance process uh, on the tech side. But then also, we also provide advisories to clients that are crisis-related, uh, things like applying for government assistance, incentives, etc. And it also includes some special situation, distress-related advisory, things like dealing with business closure, restructuring, uh, non-performing assets, etc. And Lewis, what advice would you give about business continuity planning? I think it's... Um, critical to have an effective uh, contingency plan or continuity plan. So in that regard, you probably focus on, you know, how to maintain the business pipeline, revenues. Um, I know it's difficult, but on the other side is also to help control cost, cutting a lot of the non-discretionary uh, spendings, not, not, not essential spendings. And, and very importantly, preserve cash flow to the business. So really, you know, if you look at um, the, the, the business continuity plan, it involves around, you know, the, the key aspects of the business, uh, its revenues, expenses, cash flow, and also people. So this is how we have been focusing on uh, during the crisis. But at the same time, I, I think, you know, we do have uh, a plan for the future. Uh, uh, we do want to get back to normal. Um, we have been shifting our emphasis to the growth agenda again. Um, hopefully, we have been through the worst part of the crisis. So we started to reevaluate, for instance, at the beginning of the year, the business strategy that we set for ourselves, all the priorities. We need to reassess them now and to see whether they are still relevant, any amendment uh, or enhancement that's needed 
but also look to the future, uh, looking forward to the next financial year. Jane, from a global perspective, what can businesses build into their business plans and processes going forward? Or is it just too early to think about that yet? Well, sometimes in the middle of a crisis, it can be quite difficult to think uh, about the, the longer term. You know, what do we learn from it? How do we improve going forward? How do we make ourselves more re- resilient? Um, and we've seen this in, in former crises, that learnings are made and things do change. Uh, but certainly one thing's for certain, uh, we are all finding out where are the areas of fragility in our business model. Um, and people are already starting to think about how they fix that. Um, so, and that obviously technology is a very, very big part of that. And there are lots of different businesses on the road to digitization. Um, but for the further along you are on that process at the moment, um, the more resilient your business is probably proving to be. Um, so we do need to think to the future. We, we have yet uh, to get to the point, I think, when we can really start sitting down and reflecting and learning the lessons. Um, but certainly that time will come. Um, and I do think that a lot of things will change after this. And Jane, do you think those changes will affect the responsible tax debate? Well, responsible behaviour in relation to tax is not just as important as it has ever been. It's probably even more important now. I think everybody agrees that um, in relation to tax and all other matters, businesses are going to be judged after this by how they've behaved during the crisis. Um, And, of course, the expectation is especially where governments are stepping in to support business, that business will be under even more scrutiny to ensure that they're playing their part uh, in the economy following the crisis. So managing tax, making sure that you are doing the right things now is going to be incredibly important. And Jane, what effect, if any, do you think the COVID-19 situation will have on the recommendations around digital tax from the OECD, recent proposals around environmental taxes or other compliance regulations such as MDR or DAC6, for example? Well, I I think, if anything, this is going to sort of accelerate some of the changes that were already coming our way, both accelerate and deepen. Um, Certainly, the digital tax debate is not going to go away. Um, One can already see um, that the highly digitalized companies and online businesses are probably going to fare better in this crisis than other businesses. So the whole debate about who pays what tax Uh, and the particular focus on the digital world is bound to continue. And if you think about MDR, DAC6, um, and other um, uh, changes relating to to transparency, you can see that that is going to continue as well. And you can already see people calling for more transparency to ensure that business um, is stepping up to the plate in what is going to be a difficult economic situation. Um, green tax is interesting because it does feel like the eye has been taken off the debate about climate change over the past few weeks. But I'm sure that will be a temporary thing um, and we will return to the discussion on green taxes. Um, but I think there's going to be a serious policy debate after all of this on um, the whole question of tax policy, who pays, how they pay, uh, what is the fair, if you like, or just distribution um, of the tax liabilities that will inevitably arise from this. 
And turning back to you, Lewis, has the China firm found clients and business leaders receptive to planning for these possible changes ahead? Uh, we do find you know, a lot of the business leaders, a lot of our clients, actually they probably have a little bit more time on their hand and they, they are more than willing to spend that time talking to their advisors, business associates. And we also, you know, sort of brainstorm together to try to figure out what's best for business. So sometimes by talking to my client, I also get to share their experience, how they have been dealing with the crisis in their own capacities. Jane, I know you were working in the financial services space during the 2008 crisis. How does today's situation compare to 2008, if, if indeed it can be compared? Yes, this feels really quite different from the 2008 financial crisis. And, and of course, it is very different. That was uh, primarily an economic crisis, which, of course, led on to having real human consequences. Uh, but this is the other way around, if you like. This is a human crisis, um, which, of course, will go on to have economic effects. I think in this case, uh, the economic effects will be more widespread and probably longer term. Um, and the world will change more as a result. But I think one thing that we, we saw in the financial crisis, and we're already seeing to some extent here, is the importance of sticking to your purpose as an organization and focusing on your core business. Because those organizations who are strong in their core um, and know what their purpose is um, will do better. It's where people have extended into areas where they, they, are, they are not the market leaders or the experts, uh, where they see more damage. Lewis, what are your thoughts on the business learnings of COVID-19? Really, the, the biggest lesson to learn is we do have to uh, go through this together, uh, the entire world. Uh, it's only when uh, the, every country gets out of this crisis then we can say we're really out of this crisis. So, you know, it is um, uh, a very, very uh, challenging. I know outside of China right now, and it's also challenging for China. Uh, the virus goes and comes back. It, it is very difficult, but I do believe, you know, we all, all the countries, everyone needs to work together to go through this together. Jane, what learnings do you see being of the foremost importance to, to aid businesses through this crisis? Well, certainly, I think that, uh, that learning about keeping your workforce um, as productive as you can and making sure that you know what they, where they are and what they're doing is incredibly important. Um, so uh, I know there's been a scramble for a lot of businesses to get their people online to make sure that they are equipped to work from home. Um, for some people, that's been easy because they were set up to do that, and I, I think that's true for us. But I know other people have been scrambling around trying to get laptops for people to work at home. So being ready for that is, is clearly important. The, but the things that I think will change, I think uh, virtually everybody I know who, like me, works in an international business is saying they will probably not be traveling as much in the future. I think most people are looking at their supply chains again and making sure that they are more resilient, and that's both by putting more diversity in them, giving choices of where you procure things from, but also shortening supply chains. 
And of course, the shortening of supply chains um, may also have a positive environmental impact as well. Um, so although thinking about the environment, as I say, doesn't seem to be most top of mind today, that is going to come back. And I think uh, through this, we will have found different ways of working that might actually help in that regard. Thanks, Jane. Lewis, looking forward and from a China perspective, are you seeing any green shoots of recovery? Yeah, there are. Um, for instance, at KPMG and uh, our firm, uh, we do see the pipelines, uh, revenue, projects start to come back. Uh, what is lacking uh, is, uh, you know, I think on the domestic client side, uh, things are starting to come back. That is the multinationals, international cross-border work that is still need to wait until, you know, most of the other countries get out of this crisis. And Jane, what are your thoughts on the future post-COVID-19? Well, I think it's put a lot more focus on the value of people um, and how important the workforce is. And as I say, the good businesses through this time um, are, the, are the ones that are going to best look after their people. Um, I think it's, it's given a good insight to the balance of government and business and the fact that both parties have an important role to play and that to, if business and government can work well together, uh, a lot more can be achieved than when they're at odds with one another. And then finally, as I say, we are learning new ways of working that will uh, undoubtedly have a positive impact from an environmental perspective. And finally, Lewis, what advice do you have to help other tax professionals navigate their way through this crisis? Probably just uh, first and foremost, and the only one word is communication. Um, that is the what's being hit the hardest, and it's also the biggest hurdle to overcome. Uh, we start to realize how important it is uh, for things like face-to-face -face meetings. We, we, we miss that very much. But during the lockdown period, that's not going to be possible. So we do have to find alternative ways to maintain or sometimes even enhance communication. Uh, we do look at uh, connection, communication with our own people, with our leadership team, but also, you know, communication uh, with clients. I suppose what we still need to do is to have daily routines, uh, looking after ourselves, have breaks, you know, uh, if indeed there aren't that many pressing needs uh, to, 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 to look after, have some time to ourselves, uh, you know, spend some time with kids, with the dogs. You know, these are actually <laughs> precious time we probably will not have uh, without the virus. And then lastly, I suppose, you know, communication is not just for business. Also, don't forget family and the loved ones. Um, it is important to have, you know, a good relationship, you know, despite all the stress, everything, uh, life still goes on. And Jane, to conclude our discussions, can I ask on a personal level, how are you managing through this crisis? Um, well, they're busy days still, um, and because obviously we're working around across time zones, the day can start very early and end very late. Um, so actually, work still takes up quite a lot of time. Um, but I'm very fortunate to live in a house with a garden, and a garden that always needs a lot of work doing in it. 
so I can get out and do my exercise and do weeding at the same time. Uh, and then the usual things of I, I play the piano, so I break off to do that and I'm reading some good books and spending a lot of time on social media with friends and family. Jane, Lewis, on behalf of our listeners, I'd like to thank you for your time today in sharing your perspectives on the economic and business impacts as a result of the COVID-19 virus. It's been a fascinating conversation with, with lots of key learnings and some really interesting takeaways. I look forward to continuing this conversation with other KPMG leaders in the coming weeks. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Take care of yourself. For more information and resources on COVID-19, visit home.kpmg forward slash COVID-19 tax and legal. Join us again next time and please email us with any questions you have about today's episode at tax at kpmg.com. And we'd also love to hear from you with any suggestions you have for future episodes. Thanks for listening.